Mic check, mic check, mic check. Welcome to another episode of the Try Hard Podcast. You guys, we're back. All right, we're back. Um, I know I've been gone. What's going on, Garza? Where you been? For all you, the five listeners that I have. Hey, you guys, listen. I've been a lazy piece of shit, plain and simple. All right, just haven't haven't felt motivated to to really do anything. Um, it's been a problem. I'm not gonna lie, it's been a problem. Um, a lot, a lot has happened since I last talked to you guys as far as the Call of Duty scene, amateur and pro. Um, we're, we're going into the championship weekend of, uh, of the season. Um, so it's, it's, it's an exciting time. The amateur season is over. It's, it's a wrap. Uh, shout out to Triumph Gaming, Triumph Gaming for uh, taking the championship as far as on the amateur side. Um, that team, you know, I, I think I had, I had Standy on here one episode, uh, couple months back and um that team had a good ride man they really did they um they 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 i think they surprised a lot of people this winning winning the overall event um as far as cod champs i think the majority of the people um we were me too um we were expecting it either it was going to be either uh, parasites team or um phase academy to really you know take take the entire thing but triumph just they look different man they look different they um, they they just were they were hitting on all cylinders. They looked like the best team, in they looked like the best amateur team in the game, regardless of region. In my opinion, they looked like a pro team. They really did. Um, they they legit looked like a pro team. I would I would have taken them over a lot of the pro teams, in, you know, in, in a in a in a tournament um tournament style bracket. Um, Triumph was just just looked different. As far as Phase Academy, you know. Obviously, they, they didn't finish the year the way they wanted to. Um, you know, there was a, there was a lot of a lot of um, controversy. You know, towards the end of their season, so they they really had to battle through all that bullshit. And you know, it just for them to continue in, and stay on their their winning ways, it was pretty impressive. Uh, you know, obviously, I think they would they would have liked to um, really finish the season off with a W, and uh, you know, it, it didn't work out for them. But you know, it was a good season for them too. As far as Parasite's team, um, they were they were kind of my pick as far as um, the team that was going to win it all as far as champs. That, that's what, that's what I thought. Um, the first first the first uh, day of the event, they they blew blew through everybody. Um, they didn't drop a map. Uh, the next day they they had they had they had trouble. I don't know what it was. It was almost like they didn't wake up. You know what I mean? So. It, it was that was my pick to win the whole thing. So for them not to, you know, for them to you know not make it to um, to grand finals was was a weird thing. But hey, hats off to them guys. They they as well had a long crazy season. So for them to be that close, you know, I, I know they probably wanted to win it all, and you know it is what it is. And uh, they they had a good season. Um, as far as the amateur tournament, I would say the surprise of the whole tournament was probably Carnage Gaming. Um, that team. They just they ended up eliminating they eliminated the Phase Academy, or yeah, did they? Yeah, they eliminated Phase Academy, and then they they eliminated um, um, Parasite's team. They just that team was was by far the surprise of the entire tournament. Them boys were just balling out. Um, I don't know what it was. It was almost like it was their time. You know what I mean? All throughout the year, they 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 came close to, to you know to having you know top two finishes and. They always, you know, fell short. It was it was almost like everything fell in place for them 
uh, for champs. So that was my kind of sleeper uh, pick was Carnage Gaming, and they they really showed out. I'm, I was really happy for all those players. I was happy for Carnage as the as an org. Um, you know, they're they're them and Triumph are kind of are kind of the orgs that I was really happy had so much success this year, just for the fact that they they did it the right way, the the way that I believe an org should should do it. You know, pick one team, pick one group of guys, and try to stick with those guys all year round. And Triumph and Carnage, I, I they can happen to say they did that. You know what I mean? So for being small orgs like they are, it really it really um, I, I I believe they gained you know a lot more a lot more fans. By showing the the loyalty they had with for their guys, and their guys showed you know, returned the favor by winning and staying together and believing the process, and uh, it was it was an awesome thing for those orgs as far as Triumph and, and Carnage. So I was happy with it. Um, it, it was it was, Am Champs. It, it was it was an awesome event. It, it really it was entertaining. You know what I mean? Um, being able to watch everybody streams popping in and out. Um, you had um, the CDL was streaming a lot of the games. So it, it was it was it was a good time. I was really happy with it. Um, now uh, fast forward. Now you know. Now we're waiting for the final weekend of um, um, you know on the pro side, COD champs. Uh, it's a toss up, man. It's a toss up. I I still have Atlanta Phase winning it all. Uh, they they play. Uh, they open up um, the rest of the the rest of the championship weekend. They play uh, Dallas Empire. So that's going to be crazy. Right off the rip, it's going to be you know an immediate crazy match so um, I'm excited for that you know all year the entire Call of Duty season was it was a mess man like I think we all can agree it was just it was a freaking utter mess you know as far as the game no one liked the game everyone was forced to play it um, I think it's awesome it's awesome that at the end of the year we all put that that frustration we had with the game and, and really um, you know really in, it's really it's really nice to enjoy what we're watching right Regardless of whether we like the game or not, it's really nice to to, to watch the highest level of our esport being you know put on display uh, as far as champs. Um, so you know it's it's been a this has been the funnest time as far as um, the season, um, other than you know opening opening uh, opening week in Minnesota. Um, this has been the funnest time as far as you know the pro side. You know, just just watching the teams go at it. Every, all the teams, all the teams are playing. We're we're playing crazy good. Um, everyone's you know wanting that. You know, I think the the surprising team of the of the tournament was Optic Gaming. They just uh, same, similar to what Carnage did. It was like the last two events. They just kind of flipped it, flipped it open, and and they just been playing out of their mind. Uh, they you know they went game eleven uh, or round eleven. You know, best of five with uh, Huntsman and you know. One gun finding away from eliminating Huntsman. So, if you would have told me, you know, three months ago that Huntsman or that Optic Gaming would have would have had the chance of eliminated eliminating Huntsman from from champs, I would have told you you were high. But it just shows, you know, the the um, the amount of work and effort that 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 team has put in. You know, regardless of of, of the the org that they represent, you know, Optic uh, as far as like the new Optic. This, you know, I'm talking. I'm not talking about. The real optic, which is you know hexing. I'm talking about the old optic. Regardless of the dumb shit that that org tweets out and puts on on Twitter, and regardless of that, you know those players, they really they really you know showed you know the resilience of uh, you know not giving up and just and just getting better 
one you know one event at a time all the way to champs where they were you know they were the surprising team of champs so it was it was awesome to see um hopefully hopefully their org takes some notice and realizes all right guys we got to quit doing this dumb shit as far as you know tweeting you know just the dumbest shit possible you know it, it it's it's already it's already bad enough that that the entire community does not like you because you're representing something you're representing something that is so near and dear to the majority of the Call of Duty fans, and that's Optic Gaming, right? That brand, right? Those colors. Though that brand has has you know it's it's a part of the nostalgic. It's, it's it's a nostalgic thing as far as Call of Duty, right? The majority of the people who get involved in competitive COD get involved because they hear about Optic, and and anybody who tells you that that's not that's a lie, they're, they're lying to you. Like the majority of the reason why people get involved is because they see an optic, optic, some kind of optic content, scumpy hex, one of those guys, right? So that brand is just it's 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 in it's in all of us who are a part of the scene. So when all that shit happened, you know, it was like, what's gonna happen with the brand, right? So to see the, to see the brand just be tweet whoever whoever runs social the social media for that. LA Optic uh, Twitter page. They need to rethink their fucking their plan. Uh, how they still have a job is beyond me, you know. And I'm kind of rambling on, but the things that they, they have tweeted and, and said on social media is just—it's like, what are you? Shut up! That's, that's, that's literally what you want to say. Shut up! Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you're making yourself look stupid. You know what I mean? It's just—it's like—it's like a dad trying to trying to like talk with his kids friends and try to you know try to fit in it's like bro you're not you're not a part of us man you're just not just because you have that logo doesn't mean you're a part of us right so i don't know how i got to this point but regardless um that optic roster as far as the cdl the call of duty team they really surprised everybody i think uh with champs so it was it was awesome awesome to see um so yeah now we're you know one weekend away from seeing who the the world champion is, you know, um, like I said, I got, I got Atlanta phase winning it all still. Um, even though let's touch on this, even though a couple of days ago, there was another patch, right? Was it like a Monday? And what gun did they mess with? The one gun, the one gun that everyone uses, the most important gun in the game, the MP five. And they decided to, to mess with that. Three, four days before the biggest event of the inaugural CDL season. Now, if that doesn't prove to you that there's a huge disconnect, huge disconnect with these developers and the league, I don't know what is. Like, how, do, how does that happen? Who let that, who let that, like, through? Who, let, who was okay? Who okayed that decision? Who okayed with... Hey, yeah, that MP5, the most important gun that everyone uses in, in, in your competitive scene, yeah, we're going to fuck with it three, day, three, four days before the biggest event of the year. Nobody thought that was a bad idea? Like, nobody? That's insane to me. And mind you, the, the patch or whatever was nothing drastic. What is it? it it's like more, more so of like how the gun looks when you have, when you have the ADS up. Um, so, but... Best believe, that's enough. That's enough to fuck up a player's 
confidence to fuck up a player's rhythm, that's enough. Why would you do that? It's, it's, it's beyond me. Why would you Why would you do that? I don't get it. It makes no sense. I really, I, it's, I'm, I'm like, I'm literally like dumb, like I'm dumbfounded. Like, why would you do that? Um, it's just, it's one of those things where you, it just proves that Infinity Ward has no business making a competitive Call of Duty or being involved in that realm. They have no business. All right. I pray to God. I pray to God that Activision seen that seen what they did this year and does everything they possibly can to avoid having them develop another COD. I, I pray. Especially on the competitive side. Because this year, I think everyone can everyone can agree, this year was strictly dictated off that game. We've pl- we've played COD, competitive CODs in, in 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 the past that we didn't like, but this shit was a whole different story. This was a whole different story. It was almost like Infinity Wars said, "Oh, you want? Oh, you're gonna do the? Okay, here, here's this game that we know you're not gonna like." And guess what? All those um, you know. All the tips you're trying to give us to help to help improve the game competitive wise, we're gonna ignore the shit out of them. Why? Why would Infinity Ward do that? Why would more importantly, why would Activision let Infinity Ward do that? Activision, CDL, this is your baby. Millions and millions of dollars invested. Companies from all across the country. And the world invested. Angel investors, investors, Series A funding these teams have. These are real multi-billion dollar companies. All together, it's a billion dollar company. How? How is this the game that we opened the inaugural season with? That's like the NBA starting their first season with a fucking football. Like, What? It's not, it's, what are we doing here? Joe Seacott, the head developer over there at Infinity Ward. Like, what the fuck were you doing, my guy? You don't have any pride in your work? Like, don't you, like, I know you hear us. I know you do. There's no way you don't hear us. Activision, there's no way you don't hear us. But for you guys to just not give a fuck and not not care, and and, and you can't tell me you, that you cared, because if you would have cared, these problems that we that, that the entire scene has been dealing with the the entire year would have been addressed. They weren't even addressed, let alone fixed. You got compa- you got the highest level of Call of Duty player playing on twelve HDZ servers. If that doesn't scream joke, I don't know what does. Right? You have the inaugural season of the Call of Duty League. 
start off with the with arguably I don't think it's arguably the worst Call of Duty of all time. Okay, by far, no no one can disagree that this is this is the worst Call of Duty of all time. And I think everyone can agree to that. Amateur pros, casters, uh, CDL personnel, um, team personnel, coaches, general managers, everyone can agree. This is the worst Call of Duty of all time. Now, on top of that, you have you you, you have issues. You have one event left, right? And and I know Infinity War. Infinity War, I know you guys are happy. Activision, I know you guys are happy that this shit is coming to an end as far as the season. I know it. I, I know it. Because I know you're paying attention to everyone complaining and arguing about the fucking game. I know it. So I know you guys are happy that this game, that this season is coming to an end. The, if, if there's any if there's any black black eye on this entire champs event, it's going to be the connection issues players were having, right? Players dropping out of lobbies more than once. What is that? Someone have their IPs? More likely, or are people just dropping out of lobbies because the fucking servers are trash? I'll put my money on that. The servers are just trash. The IP address, that, that's, that, that could happen. But I'm going to put my money on the servers just being trash. You have this problem. As, as the event is being, being streamed live to thousands of people, thousands of possible new fans, and you have matches having to restart, or not restart, just put on pause, not even pause, just being exited out because players are lagging out of your fucking lobbies. What do you think a new fan thinks about that? Think about that. Just think about that. You know? There's no one to blame about these situations. I think the most notable situation as far as the amateur side was... Uh, um, who Sparts team. Spart uh, um, was the substitute for the LA Gorillas. His, his challenger team, um, one of their guys lagged out while playing Triumph. Right? The, one of the referees who's uh, that's, a, that's a whole other issue I'm not even going to get into the referees are it's like it's literally like you gave you gave special needs kids the ability to uh, to uh, officiate these matches these matches that are worth thousands of dollars these matches that mean so much to somebody you have people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about let alone know what they're doing to officiate these matches. Now you had a situation where um, Triumph and Sparks team were playing each other. Somebody from Sparks team lagged out. Um, obviously, they did get a ref to address it. The, the ref says, well, it was played to a certain amount, so um, it's up to the other team if they want to restart. The other team, say, you know, meaning Triumph Gaming, says, nah. Start up next map. We got that. You guys forfeit that map. Twitter explodes. Twitter goes crazy on these guys. Twitter says, you guys are you guys are fucking scumbags. I hope you guys lose, blah, blah, blah. Well, they ended up winning the entire tournament. Now, the issue is, did did what they what they did was it scumbagish? 
Should have they been more understanding to their fellow competitor? Competitive in integrity. Everyone likes to throw that word around. Would you have done it if you were Triumph? Me personally, I don't know. Depending depending on how, how well I knew the other players. Were they actually homies? Did I know them? Do I, do I talk to them on a regular basis? If that's yes, then probably restart the map. If I don't fuck with you guys like that. I don't know you like that. We just compete against each other. At the end of the day, this is about money. This is about bread, paper, whatever you want to call it. It's about money. Whatever I got to do to get that bag, I got to do it. If I'm going to be called a scumbag to get that bag, I got to do it. Because at the end of the day, when you're, at, when you're at in this position in the amateur scene... You're playing for money, but more importantly, you're playing for, you're playing to get seen by somebody, by one of these pro teams, right? If I drop a map, or we or I'm winning a map or whatever, we restart that map. When I can easily say no, we'll win that, and you guys start up next. You you, you gotta you gotta think about your your future, right? That one map that you let let them restart and they win. Could be the map that you ends up coming to bite you in the ass, and you get eliminated from the tournament. Therefore, you don't get to play on stream anymore. Therefore, nobody nobody gets to watch you play as far as the CDL teams, and you're back at the amateur scene next year. And I and I get it, that Garza, that's a, it's a stretch, that's a real stretch. But those those are the type of things you got to think about, guys, when you're at this level. You got to think about those. Was it a scumbagish thing to do for Triumph Gaming to do? To, to forfeit on that map? Yes. Was it a smart thing to do? That's the debate. Me, I think it was a smart thing to do. I just went one I just went up one all in the series. Two more and you're out of here and I get to move on. It's tough guys, but um you know you you got you gotta look at all, all viewpoints of the situation, right? Mind you, Triumph went, went went on to win the game, went went on to win the series, and then went on to win the entire event. Now, if they lost that map, does that really change? Does that really change much? I don't think so. I think I think they still they still steamroll uh, Sparks team pretty easily. Now it's just delayed. You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, guys, as amateur players. Like I say, you, you guys have a small window to make it to the pro league. Small window. Um, and, you know that brings up another. It brings up another good, you know, point. When does that window close if you're a player? When do your skills start to diminish as a competitive player? When? We don't know. No one's no one's played. The competitive cod hasn't been around that long. No one no one experimented that yet. Has anybody been able to play at the highest level possible at the age of thirty five? We don't know. No one's done it yet. You know, I got and, and I know most of you guys seen this on Twitter. I got into a little bit of a argument with. Um, It's a little bit of an argument with uh, a couple of pro players on, on Twitter. All right. 
And I still get DMs about this. I get called an idiot, or excuse my word, a retard. I get called a piece of shit over a tweet. So in case you missed the tweet, this is what the tweet was. I said, if you want to win in the next five, if you want to win, if you want to be, let me see if I can look that up. Hold on a minute. Pretty much I said, if you want to win in five years, right, if you're a GM, and you want to win, you want to start building a winning team in five years, who are you going with? Are you picking Scump, Crim6, Informal, or are you picking Standy, Sib, and Fire? You guys know who you guys know who Crim6 is, you know who Scump is, and you know who Formal is. Alright, for those of you who don't know, Sib... Fire and Standy, those are the next Call of Duty stars, right? Those are the guys that are up next. Okay. They're they're just waiting, they're biting, they're waiting for their turn. But they're they're next. They got the age, they got the skill, they're the next ones. Now, when I made that tweet, trust me, I knew. I knew. Scump and formal? You're you're trying to you're trying to choose between some amateur players and T2P? I I I knew. I knew I was gonna get the backlash. But I, I wanted to see. I wanted to see where everyone's heads were at. Because whether you like to admit it or not, those three players, Scump, Formal, and Krim, they don't got that much time left. Alright? They don't. And I, and I know, I know, I, I understand. It's hard to grasp. Garza, what the fuck are you talking about? You're dumb. You know what you're talking about. Mind you, I'm going off of just how every other sport GM thinks. I want my young guys, and I'm going to build my dynasty around my young guys. I get it. I got some other guys over here who've won championships in the past, but their time is coming to an end. They're getting at the age where, like, you guys think about this. Think about this. And I got into an argument with Clayster about this. Do you think a 32-year-old scump is going to be gunning the exact same way an 18-year-old does? I don't think so. There's no way. Especially not with these new Call of Duties. These new Call of Duties, we all know, it's fucking crack season. These kids don't blink. Their hands move faster than anything you've ever seen. There's no way a 30-year-old can keep up with that. Alright? Maybe, I shouldn't say that, maybe keep up. But for how long? That's the question. In my opinion, when you get to that age... It starts going downhill. You just can't. You can't keep up. It's impossible. I know you've won championships. I know you've made money. I know you got a blue check mark on Twitter. I know you got hundreds of thousands of followers. I get that. But if I'm a general manager and I'm looking to build a team to win in the next five years, I'm going with the young guns. I'm sorry. Because eventually, one of you guys is going to lose a step. 
whether it be because of age, just don't want to play anymore, or just not good anymore. Those three factors can happen in the blink of an eye. And as a general manager, now what? Now what I, what I do? I just invested this money, this these these roster spots, on a bunch of old guys, because I'm too I'm too um, I'm I'm too like I'm too focused on their past achievements. Well, Crims won this money championships. Scumps won this money championships. T2P they win all the time. They used they used to win back in the day. They'll still win now, right? Is that team going to be winning in when they're 32, 33, 34? You think so? You really think so? You think that you don't lose any reaction time? You think so? I don't think so. Science tells us that when you turn tw- after you turn 24, your reaction time goes down the fucking drain. Every year after 24, it goes gets worse and worse and worse. That's what science tells us. Science. Now, I had the minute one of those guys responded. I think it was Krim. Krim responded, and just just the fucking the the old G optic fans just got on my ass and they tore me a new one. I'm getting DMs. I'm getting. Threats. I'm getting called an idiot. I'm losing followers. You know, it's just the boys went hard on me, but that's okay. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. I get it. You guys are emotionally attached to those players. Those players are the reason why you're even involved in Call of Duty in the first place. You're a fan to them. I get it. I don't take it personal. I really don't. It was a tweet. A tweet that people took very, very personal. Kind of funny. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I got over 50 DMs of people calling me an idiot. Over a fucking tweet. That To me, that's hilarious. It'll, it'll always be hilarious. No big deal. Now you have players like Clayster. I love Clayster. I repeat, I love Clayster. He's one of the oh, he's one of the guys that when I got involved in COD, it was you know a guy I watched all his every time he compete, I would root for him. I love Clayster, love him. Clayster comment, you know, Clayster goes back and forth with me, and says, if we really wanted to, we could easily play well into our fifties. Stop, 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 stop. In my head, I'm like, stop. Now, that's where I fucking draw the line. There is no possible way you're going to convince me that a 50-year-old Call of Duty player can keep up with an 18-year-old Call of Duty player. There's no way. You cannot. You cannot. And like I said again, there's none personal against Clay. I love him. But if you're if you're somebody who actually believes in what the, what that man said that you can play well into your fifties, you just left. You just left the 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 area of of normal thinking people, and went into the fanboy area, right? 
Now you're just a fan. Now you're going to agree. He could tell you the sky was red and you'd agree the sky was red because you love him so much. Me? And and this is why this is why I think a lot of people hate me. I I'm not impressed. Like when you tell me something like that, if it's dumb, I'm going to tell you it's dumb. If you're wrong, if I th- if I think you're wrong, I'm going to tell you, "Hey, I think you're wrong on that one." And I get I get it. People like Clayster, people like Krim, people like Formal, people like Scump, they're not used to people telling them the opposite of what they think. They've been in the limelight, especially in the Call of Duty scene, so long. They're used to people agreeing with everything that they say. I can't agree with that, Clay. I can't agree with you saying that a a 50-year-old can play at the highest level of Call of Duty well into his 50s and can compete with an 18-year-old. I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm not a fan like that. I'm a fan, but I ain't an ass kisser. I'm going to tell you when you're wrong. All right? I'm going to tell you when you're wrong. Now, the problem with, with that, and this is nothing to do with Clayster, the problem with that is when I, when I talk, not even talk back, but when I offer a different opinion than someone like him, not talking about him, but someone like him, someone with a, with a following, blue check mark, the highest level of COD, they're not used to people like me saying, nah, bro, that's not how it goes, or nah, bro, that's wrong. They're used to they're used to being being surrounded by yes people, yes fans, right? Yes people around them. So when I say, hey, no, that's not, that can't happen. A fifty year old can't gun off eighteen year old. That's not gonna happen. I get called an idiot. I get DM dummy. You're stupid. You'll never amount to anything. Fuck three kings. You're garbage. I get all that shit, and I accept that. I accept that because. I get people are emotionally attached to these guys, right? I'm sorry, but I've been around real famous people. I come from the music industry, all right? I tell people all the time, you, you want to know what I did? You could Google me. Play, I'm not trying, to be, not trying to be salty or anything, or not trying to be, like, cocky. You can Google what I've done and who I've worked with. I've been around real famous people. Famous people where they can't even walk into the mall. All right, famous people who can't go into a can't even go into a grocery store or a, or a, a a gas station. That type of famous. All right, so your your check mark and your followers, that don't impress me. It, it doesn't. I'm still gonna tell you what I think, whether you like it or not. It's up to you. It's up to you to accept that and either ignore the conversation. Or rebuttal without calling the name, without saying anything negative. Because the minute, and this is for all you young kids, the minute you're in an argument with anybody, guys, the first person, this is a rule, the first person to call the other person any kind of derogatory name, whether it be idiot, fat ass, you're dumb, once you cross that line, you lost the argument immediately. You lost it. Because now you're emotionally attached to the entire situation. Now you're not thinking straight. Now you, you lost that. You're not thinking logical now. Now you're emotionally attached and you're going to say dumb shit to try to make me feel bad about myself. 
But we're, we're, that's not the conversation we're in. We're, we're in an opinion-based conversation. All right? And, I, and I've, had, I've had run-ins with, with, with multiple pro players about random tweets. All right? And, and I'm respectful to all of them. All of them. There's not, not, nothing to say. I'm not talking about Clay at all because he was pretty respectful to me. But when I had that tweet, I had pro player. I had over a dozen pro players that I didn't even know knew I existed. Hitting my DMs, and 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 it, and it's it's dumb. It's dumb that they would hit my DMs on some negative shit. I could easily screenshot and put it on Twitter on a timeline. Easily. Obviously, that's not my style. I don't. I don't. I don't do that. All right. Even though I did that today for some for some fucking shitter, but that's a that's a whole different story. I could easily do that, right? A lot of them blocked me. They block. A lot of them are blocking me because what I stand for is and, and the people that I I have faith in are, in my opinion, the next generation of Call of Duty stars. Right, and the current ones, the current ones, you guys, they're getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to play a video game for a living. They know, they know there's young players who would who would give their right arm for that those positions. They know it. So whenever someone like me tweets something like that, give, getting the conversation going. About the next group of stars that could possibly replace the current stars, it's like taboo. People get mad. Those 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 current stars get mad because now you're you're threatening my money. It, I was not I, I, and intentionally. I was not doing that. I'm just starting a conversation because I think these players are going to be the next stars. That's it. That's it. I'm not trying to get. I'm not trying to make it personal. No way. If you take it personal, that's on you. I'm sorry. But don't DM me on some stupid shit. Especially if you're somebody of that of that magnitude and that uh, notoriety. Right? You got followers. You got blue check mark. You're someone in the scene. You know I can, I can easily screenshot that shit and put it up. Easily. But I ain't a bitch like that. I don't, wanna, I don't want you to lose any kind of, any kind of situation you got going on. I it wouldn't sit well. Even even if you did say said some outrageous shit, it wouldn't sit well with me. Because I'm different from everybody else. I'm not a little kid. For you pro players to hit my DMs on some dumb shit, I'm not I'm not a little kid. If I see you at an event, I'm gonna hey yo what's up? What, what, what is this? Why why do you feel like that? Right? I'm an IRL type of person. If I got a problem with you. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep it off Twitter, especially if I know that there's a chance I'm, able, I'm gonna be able to see you in person, right? And I get it. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not like. I'm. I'm. I'm different in that way, right? I'm about having a real conversation with somebody. You guys, in this in this world, every day, we see people's opinions. Being um, made fun of, people's opinions, you know, being critiqued. At the end of the guy, into the day, guys, it's their opinion. 
It's what they think. You can't tell someone how to think. I can't tell you. You can't tell me how to think. So why get mad over it? You want to start a dialogue? Start a dialogue. Do it responsibly. All right? Be a man about it or, or a woman about it. Right? Don't get emotionally attached to it. Don't call them an idiot. Don't call them a dumbass because they don't agree with what you're saying. It's never good for anybody. Never. I'm just I'm literally just ranting, you guys. I literally like I was downstairs with my daughter. By the way, I just had a baby girl, so congrats to me, right? I I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um and I was I'm like I got to do a podcast, man. I I've, I've been slacking on this shit. Um obviously now with the off season coming up, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a little harder. I mean, there's going to be drama. You know this. I'm going to try to cover it. I'm trying to get an interview for the next next uh, next episode. Um, I think the biggest thing that happened in the last two days was uh, the, the COD reveal, the Cold War, the Black Ops Cold War reveal. Um, it looked awesome. For all you guys that watched it, in my opinion, it looked awesome. Um, I'm, from, all, from, everything, from everything that's being released as far as like the specs of things, it's going to be the Black Ops 3 engine retuned right which the black ops 3 engine was tuned into the bo4 engine and that was tuned to what i'm assuming is going to be cold war so i would assume just off of those those little you know tidbits of information i would assume everyone's going to get on bo4 because that'll be the closest that you can get to the next coming game just because they confirmed that they're using the same engine Right, like people said, oh, it's a new engine. No, it's not. It's the same engine. When it comes to these fucking these engines, they gotta tweak them a little bit to call them new. But they're not new. It's the same shit with a little bit, a couple of improvements. So if you're a competitive player, I get this all the fucking time. What can I do as an edge? Get on Bo4 now. I've been grinding Bo4, and I'm not even a competitive player. It's such it's such a fun game compared to fucking Modern Warfare. If you're still playing Modern Warfare and you're a competitive player and the season's over, what are you doing with your life? Smack yourself right now. What are you doing? Why are you playing that fucking game? Delete it. Delete it. Stop, get off of it. Stop doing that to yourself. Fuck Modern Warfare. Get ready for next year. You're literally wasting your time. Get on the BO4 grind. Tens. Chows. GBs. League play. That's what I'm doing. League play. League plays lit right now. Streamed for like fucking three hours the other day. I had fun. I actually had fun. I finally had fun playing a Call of Duty. And I didn't like BO4, to be honest with you. But compared to fucking Modern Warfare, it's like a unicorn, like a unicorn fucking is licking your face the entire time you're playing. It's magical. It really is. After the bullshit we just played with Modern Warfare... BO4 is magical, you guys. Get on it. Get off Modern Warfare. Unless you're playing Warzone, I get it. Get off Modern Warfare. Get in the fucking some BO4. Let's show Treyarch how much we appreciate them. Let's start playing their game again. All right. Let's get ready for the new, the new fucking the new game. I'm excited. I'm mean, really, I'm mean, really. I think it's gonna bring competitive COD back to where it belongs. You know that feeling, that feeling of of event weekend. Remember that feeling. This week, this year, obviously, because of COVID and shit, it didn't feel. I would have to be reminded there was an event this weekend. And I, I literally, you'd have to remind me. 
years back, I was excited. From Monday, if it was Monday and I knew there was an event this weekend, I was pumped all week long waiting for some COD. And I, and I really think that Treyarch's going to bring that back. I really do. I'm excited. I'm like I, this, this, as, as excited as it's been in a while for a new COD. So we'll see what happens, guys. Um, I think I'll stop ranting there and give you guys, uh, you know, a break. Give your break, your ears a break. But uh, yeah, it's good to talk to you guys. I'm, you know, I hope you guys, um, you know, stick around uh, for some future episodes. Like I said, I'm gonna try to get an interview for the next episode. Hopefully, a you know, a, a player, either a top am or a, a pro player, one of the two. Um, it's tough, you guys. It's tough to get these guys on. Um, but. I'll figure. I'll, I'll 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 weasel my way to get an interview or something. But uh, yeah. So I think we're gonna call it a day on that. Oh yeah. By the way, guys, if you're listening to this and you don't follow me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. Garza Beats 3KG. I am doing a giveaway. I repeat, I'm doing a giveaway on Twitter. Go to my page, Garza Beats 3KG. Go to my pin tweet and and follow the rules and and uh, and uh, join uh. Join the um, the giveaway. All right, the giveaway is is for the ultimate edition of Black Ops Cold War. All right, I'm not gonna explain what comes up with that, but it comes with like a hundred dollar, a hundred dollar value. Go do it. Follow the rules. Giveaway. Get a free chance before you pre-order. Get a free chance. I'm gonna I'm gonna select the winner um, September 18th. All right, so you have plenty of time to get get the game, download it, uh, get ready for the um, the beta. Uh, so like I said, go to my Twitter. Garza Beats 3KG, check out the pinned tweet, follow the rules, and you're entered into the giveaway of uh, the Ultimate Edition of Black Ops Cold War. All right, guys? All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you guys checking out the, the podcast. Like I said, I'm happy to be back. I'm going to drop another one probably tomorrow and upload it on Saturday. Um, but, yeah, happy to be back, guys. Uh, I, I need to do this more because I really get to, I really get to, um, get to, like, kind of you know vent to you guys i'm sorry if i annoyed the shit out of you say something uh but uh, for all you guys who have been listening i appreciate you guys the numbers the numbers have been doing pretty well even though i haven't been uploading which is crazy i think you guys are just desperate for some kind of content as far as call of duty especially podcast um this is a real podcast guys all right my thoughts are my thoughts i'm not a part of the league i'm not part of any cdl team what i think is what i'm gonna say you might not like it, you might like it, you might agree, you might not agree, but it's my thoughts. All right, and you're always going to get my thoughts on this shit. You're never going to get some you're never going to get some statement because I had said this or no. If I fuck up, I'm going to tell you I fuck up. If I was wrong, I'm going to tell you I was wrong. If I was right, best believe I'm going to tell you I was right. Love you guys. God bless. Enjoy the rest of your day, enjoy the rest of your week, enjoy the weekend. We got champs coming up. I'm excited. Enjoy some good cod. Spread some, spread some good vibes throughout the day. Say what's up to me on Twitter. I'll respond as quick as possibly. DM me with some nice shit. I'll DM you as quick as possibly. But like I said, guys, enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your family. God bless. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys checking out the Try Hard Podcast. Peace.